Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting the instance. You probably don't think too much about your internet privacy on your own home networks. Well, ExpressVPN will secure your privacy and protect your information. Visit expressvpn.com slash wow, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 632. It is Friday, March 5th, 2021. It's a new month. Hello and welcome. I'm Scott Johnson. There's Garrett Weinzer. Hello, Garrett. Hey, Scott. Happy Friday. Thanks, man. Uh, uh, we're here. I played a lot of WoW this week. Pretty fu- uh, pretty funny thing happened, though. Uh, oh? I was playing a lot, like a lot, and uh, I realized I pretty much had permanently put my status in Battle.net to... Uh, offline. And oh, I, I do that all the time. Yeah, you do it all the time. I do it all the time. It's not that un- abnormal for people that are making content around Blizzard games to sort of need their quiet time when they play. So that's what I've been doing. But what I didn't know is if you went and checked that status and then checked for the last lo- time you've logged in, it will it will show the last time that you weren't marked as not there. So what it looks like is that I hadn't oh. played for two months or something. And so I think it was Randy or somebody said, hey, how come you haven't been in the game for so long? I'm like, Dude, I've been in the game every day. <laughs> like every day I'm doing my stuff. I'm getting renowned. I'm taking down Torgast runs. I'm doing the business. I'm getting the mod done. I'm getting it done. And I uh, didn't realize I like that. The, so, I, yeah. I like the idea that Randy was going, hmm, maybe we shouldn't have Scott do Q&A <laughs> from right. now on. Right. Maybe he was thinking, no, wait a minute. We got to have somebody who's actually playing this game. But uh, Or he was thinking, damn, he sounded very knowledgeable for someone who hasn't <laughs> logged in for two months. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I've been playing like crazy and decided to put my status to busy and see how that goes for a while. And uh, so far, so good. Nobody's bugging me. Uh, but uh, that's awesome. You know, me in my attempts to play this solo game that's not meant for multiple people, you know, this this non MMO <laughs> that we play. Um, but there are times where I just need to be in there and have it be me. And the only strangers I see are randos. And it's fine. I'm, I'm OK with it. I'm down with it. And that's what this week was like. So. Take that, everybody. Stick that word. The sun don't shine. Hey, we got a lot to talk about. Before we do, uh, how was your week in the game? Did you get much time? How'd you do? I'm I'm kind of at a point right now where I kind of just want to get my dust and my renown. And if I'm not raiding that week, that's kind of all I'm really doing at the moment. I'm yeah. I'm a little. I want to go alt, but I can't fly yet, so I have I'm, I I don't really want to go alt. <laughs> yeah, being <laughs> so, being a. Uh, being at this, we are at that stage, and normally I think this is where I would be kind of falling off. But because I messed around with so many alts in the in the meantime, like Gerp's just finally getting up to speed where he'd be if I had just focused on him the entire expansion so far. So in a weird yeah. way, 
I mean, it's a lot of redundancy, right? I played those other characters. The other one was Night Fae also. I also have uh, a Venthyr one as well. But but despite those differences, kind of the same run. And now, because I'm focused on GURP again, I don't know, just having a great time getting kicking out all the stuff. So it's really fortuitous that next week we get a pretty decent patch uh, with some changes. Not a lot. It's not a lot of new content, but there's some stuff coming. You're going to be riding it's around on your of- tree next week. That'd be cool. Right, it's some good quality of life changes. Right, right, right. right. We're not getting a new continent. None of that stuff. We're not going to see emo and to win next week. Right. But, yeah, which is yeah, really I'm, a shame. I'm, <laughs> I'd sure it's like a, to We've see waited it. this long. We've waited this long for and to win to be cool. We can wait a little bit longer. I agree. Um, all right. Well, let's dive in because there's plenty to talk about. Before we get to uh, wow and all that fun stuff, though, there are these side quests. So I want to say, hey, hey, to the PC players out there, you may have wondered if you're ever going to see Diablo Immortal on your PC. Um, A lot of people have said, well, if it's not on PC, then I'm not playing it. Well, uh, because you don't want to play it on your phone, I may have some news for you that will maybe make you excited. Maybe it won't. But the Diablo Immortal team is, quote, not necessarily going to block, unquote, emulation. Mm, that, That opens up a big box of possibilities. But uh, one would think one of those emulation points uh, would be a PC version of the game or even a casted from your phone to your PC version of the game. There are a lot of options, but uh, comicbook.com spoke to Diablo Immortals lead team producer Caleb Arzeno. Arzeno, I think is how you say his name. And senior systems uh, designer. There's definitely a no in there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's the uh, NEA UX, so we know what to know. Uh, senior systems designer Chris Zerhut, and uh, they explained how, in the case of Apple TV and related products on iOS, anyway, they're already the game's already playing in multiple places like that. It is on a television. In that case, uh, you can also cast your game to an Apple TV using AirPlay, that sort of stuff. Uh, I would assume Android folks will have a similar castability when it comes to their uh, what's a Google thing called. Um, Google TV plug, Google hang, dongle hang Chrome? off your unit. Chrome, the, that's the, it. The, the Chrome Chromecast. Cast. Chromecast, that's it. There we go. The thing that I have like three of, and I, I don't know why, because I hated it the first time I got one, and I have two more, and I still don't like it. Yeah, I got the early adopter one, and it sucks. But the, I guess the later ones are okay. Um, but anyway, the uh, they they told those guys that they're already doing that um, within the team, like personally and, and when with testing and stuff. So here's what they said. Uh, they say this is a frequent question around the team and around development. And uh, Arsenault said, we are not necessarily going to block folks from emulating the game. But I think for us, our focus, uh, and I know I sound like a broken record here, it has to be to make sure the mobile experience is just as super awesome that we can hit it out of the park there, basically, because for us, mobile isn't just another platform, unquote. Big gnarly quote, basically them saying we have to we have to nail the mobile part but we're not going to necessarily stop people from messing around. And if that makes you excited, then great. There's some, some genius out there is going to go, Hey, I got a mortal running on PC. All you got to do is download this little container and do this thing here. And bam, you're playing, you're playing a mortal with a mouse and a keyboard. And I can't say I wouldn't not be interested in that. You know, it's a little hackery, but, if it if it works, yeah, I'd consider I, it. In my brain, like all this, just it just makes me think of the Switch, man. It's like I can play my Switch on the TV. Do I? Almost never. But it's there. It's an option. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I would look at this. And 
we'll see if anything happens there. In related news, somewhat related news, they did say in that same interview that controller support would not necessarily be there at launch or not in full. So you may get some controller capability out mm. of a paired phone and controller. Uh, there's a lot. This makes sense to me. There are a lot of third-party controllers out there that people use with their phones. Everything from the ones where you actually slide it in and it clamps on the side to syncing it with a PS4 or 360 or rather a Xbox One controller. Uh, and everything in between. Tons of different stuff. Nimbus makes a nice one. There's a bunch of different brands. The problem is not all, all of them have the same configuration of buttons. So you don't always have the same shoulder button configuration. You don't have the same face button configuration. And so they're left with like, well, you know, it, it, this would be easy if this was a single platform port and going, all right, well, this is going to the switch. Therefore, we know how that's mapped. That doesn't work as well when you're talking about phones. There's no standardization there or there's less anyway. So they said they're not ruling anything out and they're not saying they won't at some point feature full controller compa- uh, capability for those who want to play it that way. But at launch, it will be limited if there at all. So we'll see what happens. Does that bug you at all? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna try that, but I'm not that concerned about it working all that much. I mean, it was announced as a mobile game. It should be designed as a mobile game first and foremost. So no, I, I, I actually, again, as someone who's not a big mobile gamer, I'd like, I appreciate that they're sticking their guns. They have a very clear vision for what this product is. Yeah. Um, you know, and also apparently like, I, don't, I thought this thing was going to be out like two years ago, Scott, like if they're taking their sweet ass time. If it takes this long to just get an, a mobile only version of Diablo Immortal. Uh, yeah. Maybe let's focus and not worry about also making it work on PC. So that we don't have to wait eight years to finally get this game out. Pretty weird that they announced this in 2018. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but it is a long, I mean, that's it doesn't, a long it doesn't ago. right. Cause yeah. like we have, we, we have the missed BlizzCon. Which, right. when you think about BlizzCons, it's like, oh, well, that was only two BlizzCons ago. But yeah. then you also had 2020, which feels like 10 years crammed into one. So. Right, good point. Uh, one quick note to all uh, loops in the chat, AI loops. Will it work on M1 Silicon Max? Possibly. So the way that works now, uh, the M1 uh, chipset stuff, the ARM-based chipset that, that uh, Apple's using in their new Macs, uh, is really cool in one, uh, in one sense that a lot of people don't know about. It, and that is it should accurately let you download any iOS, whether it be iPad or phone or whatever, any app you want, games, whatever, and run natively on Silicon because it's the same architecture. And I've tested that and it it does indeed work from everything from like, you know, productivity apps to certain games, that sort of thing. And there's some that aren't necessarily optimized for it yet, but for the most part, it just works. And one would think, (laughs) this is a funny workaround, but one would think if that's the case on the M1, at least those people who want to play Immortal on a desktop environment might be able to do it quicker and more efficiently than the rest of us because it'll, in theory, just port right over. Controls and stuff, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're going to make all that map over and stuff. Seems like work would have to be done, but that's an interesting uh, uh, take on this thing. Moving from Diablo back over to one of our favorite games of all time, Garrett, there's something going on right now with the heroes of the storm yeah yeah it's just a it's a good time for a a general reminder that if you've yet to give blizzard's uh excruciatingly underappreciated moba heroes of the storm a try you have no excuse at all at the moment because we are smack dab in the middle of a free month where all characters in the roster are free to play uh you have till march 20th this basically dropped blizzcon weekend um, as part of the 30th like Blizzard anniversary celebration. So you have until March 20th to get your fill of 
all of this freeness. Play any hero you want, whether you own them or you don't. Uh, before we go back to you know normal free to play hero rotations, so you know maybe you you were not aware uh, that Blizzard made the greatest MOBA the genre has ever known, but uh, you should go find out why. I agree. Uh, you should go play it. And here's the thing: I think they did a piss poor job of PRing this because I didn't know there was a free month going on. I had no idea. If you're, if you're following, you know, the heroes team, they're they're tweeting out about it pretty pretty often. But but yeah, I mean, well, hold up, let's go to the Blizzard launcher right now because I don't even pay attention to this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you just know because you're. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not being uh, it is not being advertised on the Blizzard launcher when I go to Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, your number one point of contact for how to play Blizzard games on your PC <laughs> is not currently. You're right. Okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm a little more. I'm a little more tapped in because I'm following everyone I know that's still working on this game. Um, and all yeah, you're tuned into the game in a way that most people aren't. And it bums me out that they didn't, you know, like they didn't have a real spot for them in the opening ceremonies. They didn't for Overwatch either. So I'm not that worked up about it, but it would have been a nice time to say, oh, and by the way, for the next 30 days, go play our MOBA for free, 100% free because every character in there is free, not just the normal free rotations of characters. That'll all go back to that at the end of the month, like you said, but now's the time and uh, that game is i think better than it's ever been play wise like i'd love playing it it's really fun to play it's in a really good spot we got a balance patch this week um that that really actually kind of tapped into a lot of the more popular quick match and uh, aram heroes so if you're more casual player um you should definitely go take a look because a lot of really popular heroes maybe not necessarily ones that are popular in the draft meta right now especially if you're watching these uh, these grassroots esports tournaments that have become really popular in the last year. Um, but like your Artanises of the world, just they just got some love. Nice. We'll go check it out. Get your ARAM on. I haven't heard that in a while. All right. We are going to dive into our main quest here, which is patch 9.05 in World of Warcraft. It's coming next week. It is the 9th. So mark it's happening. Calendars. Yeah, it's happening for reals, dude. And there's a lot of stuff coming in this that I'm personally pretty excited about. We're going to get to all the major points and discuss them. Let's start with Torghast, uh, Tower of the Damned. You may be familiar with it, and you either love it or hate it or feel somewhere in between. Uh, We know there's big changes coming to Torghast, the way it works, and so on with 9.1. However, in the interim, they are doing some stuff. So, for example, a brief description, rather, of each wing will be available before embarking on any given Torghast run. So, uh, let's see, I actually can drag this out and show the chat room. It looks a little like, um, oh, not as easily as I thought. Anyway, basically it looks like a big splash screen instead of a little tiny one that says Skoldis Hall, or Skoldis Hall rather. Select a layer, and you can choose that layer, and then it gives a little description of what that layer is all about. Uh, So it gives you a little bit of lore, a little bit of tone, and that sort of thing. Not a major thing, but in addition to that, you're going to get presented with eye-level recommendations for your run. So whatever wing or whatever level you're embarking on, you're not going to go in there blind and go, gee, I hope I survive this for the next hour and then die at the end and then get nothing. Um, although soon you won't be getting nothing either because 9.1 will help take care of that. But it's nice to know this. So, for example, in Torghast Wings, layer 1, 130. That's your eye level if you want to do well in there. Okay, that's what they're recommending. Um, you could go in if you're feeling, you know, <laughs> saucy and you want to show off how awesome you are and beat the thing lower gear. But why would you? Uh, layer 2, 150, all the way up through layer 8 at 195. Um, so everything in between. And again, there will be an indicator there that will say, oh, you're selecting layer 5 of Skoldis Halls. Uh, you should know that this is 
we recommend eye level gear of 175 or greater to come in here. I love that because it's a little less of a freaking crapshoot and a little more of a strategic choice as to when to go where and why. Uh, twisting cord or a similar thing. Layer one, though, starts out way higher, obviously, at 170 and taps out a layer eight at 225. Garrett, how do you feel about being told what your gear better be before you enter these halls? Uh, I like it. I, I like it quite a bit. Um, I, I feel like because they said, you know, come 9.1, we're not going to need it as much because they said they're, they are working on a system where you're, you know, if you don't full clear whatever tour gas you just embarked on, you're still going to leave with something yeah. um, for your, for your effort. So I feel like it wouldn't be as necessary if that were the case. Like if I could go in and fail and still leave with like a percentage of the total soul lash I could have gotten out of that place. Cool. But mm. that's not coming in with 9.0.5. Right. Um, so I, I do think this is a good quality of life change and, and gives us a good idea. Because uh, frankly, I didn't. I didn't have a good idea. I didn't know that 195 was where I should be to to be you know consistently clearing layer eights. Yeah. Um, which is also interesting because I still have a, a hard time every once in a while. And I'm, I'm over 200 at this point. Um, but Yeah, I do the yeah. same. I do the same. Because I, I just... Part, part of it is I just need navigation for... If you're going to make these things you know, hard enough that they're going to challenge me, which we want. We want challenge. We don't want things to be cake, right? We'll just tear through there. Um, or if you do, you want to know what level you can do that at. But just a little bit more about, okay, so I really shouldn't be pushing layer six right now because my 165 is not going to probably cut it. So let's let's stick with four or five and let's gear up between then and then or then and the next time I try to do this and just, you know, pace yourself. Uh, those anytime the game gives us tools like that, I'm I'm happy to embrace those. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, a bunch of changes to classes coming. And by the way, back to Torghast for a second. I'm not saying that I think that or even even the bulk of what 9.1 might bring to the table for Torghast is going to solve everybody's Torghast problems. Like I think there are complicated issues with Torghast that some players just aren't going to like, like I told you last week, I'm actually enjoying it right now with the Hunter. And I think it's just the way it's playing is fun for me. So um having more fun playing it with a Hunter than I was with the Druid or with the Demon Hunter for that matter. And, um and so now, right now, Torghast and I are kind of friends. We get along. If there's a quest there, I got to get Soul Ash, whatever. I don't mind. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do that. Uh That could change on a dime. <laughs> And that balance is a very tricky one and different classes feel different differently. And whether you're grouping or not makes a difference. Although um, somebody, you know, every, every week somebody says, Oh, just do them with groups. You'll be done in 10 minutes or whatever they say. But we got emails from people who are like, no, that is not how it works. The whole thing scales. So if you go in there with three of your buddies, it's, it's hard. It's like a lot harder. It's like playing Diablo greater riffs. I feel like I missed this episode. Yeah. Cause it yeah. does scale. Like, it does scale. It's not, there's no way you can get through Torghast in 10 minutes unless you're one of these speedrunners, demon hunters, you know, doing but your thing. they're insane but people, right? They're for, for the rest of us mere mortals, <laughs> Torghast ain't no 10-minute run. And I don't care how many of us mere mortals we're slamming together. It's still – that right. that's still my thing with Torghast. It's like I've – I feel like I've seen uh, – I've, I've had all of the unique experiences Torghast has to offer. And so now I am just doing it to get my ash. Yeah. Um, and so, so to me, I'm, I'm like, I'm very over it and I would like it to be a shorter experience. Yeah. And 9.1 promises some of that, um, a little bit. I'm not so sure about the shortening. They keep, they kind of skirted around that a little bit at the con. So I don't know, but it does yeah, need to really, be shorter. They didn't get into that. 
They really didn't. I wish they stuck to their law of threes in video games. Three levels, three layers, quick ones, good challenge, good loot, get out of there. You know what I mean? Like eight? (laughs) It's a lot. And then six per thing? It's just a lot. It's a lot. And it doesn't adhere to the law of threes. I want to hit Bowser on the head three times with Mario's ass and be done. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or at the very least, I I want to do it three times with my bum. And then I want Bowser to change positions and try something new. And then three more things stop him. Like rating. This is what rating is. Like rating may have, you know, six wings and a bunch of bosses or whatever. But at the end of the day. Scott, I have news for you. There's a lot more than three bosses in most raids. No, you're right. But but the actual action of the (laughs) boss raid feels like you're doing really more complicated surely but they're basically bowser or even a better example is probably link fighting some boss in a zelda game or something but you know they get a lot of inspiration from that stuff and you can feel that in there in torghast yeah. it doesn't feel like they've got a template like that they just go yeah it, i don't know i that would be a balancing issue i think um and not like how hard it is to do but what is cool about Torghast and what I think is still cool about Torghast is, is, you know, stacking ability on top of anima ability on top of anima ability. And if you only had, you know, three floors, um, unless they like doubled how many abilities you're finding, yeah. uh, it, it, you wouldn't have that feeling. Um, like I literally, I literally want the exact same amount of stuff that's currently in there. And I just want to like murder it quicker. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Let me rip through there faster. Maybe it doesn't just need to be not easier, but there's there's a lot. It's drawing from a lot of different things, and, and, and I'm avoiding roguelikes. We've talked it to death, but I, uh, there's so many different inspirations that are you know make up the Torghast DNA. I, let's just put a little more Diablo DNA in it. Make yeah. it a little more fast, a little more frantic, a little more go 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 for me. It's a little side note that has nothing to do with WoW or Blizzard. Uh, the guys over at uh, Devolver Digital put out a new game yesterday called loop hero and when kyle ferguson both are tweeting about this oh today. my lord what a freaking bag of addicting bag of bags that thing is like it is loop stupid is this a, it's so I, I see hero and i just assume it's a music game but it's not looking like it is a music game no it's this i don't even know what to compare it to it's got elements of about a million ideas in it it feels totally unique to itself Whoa. there's sort of cards in it but not really like it's not slay the spire it's not that it's something else and it's got it's cool it's really cool and the retro look of it is really badass this is so retro yeah that's awesome dude ah you may have to get it. it's only 12 Ah. bucks right now i'm telling you it's like the best 12 bucks i got too many games to play and i'm also currently obsessed with valheim so could you could you just stop i'm so bad in there don't 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 inform me of new cool things here's my here's me in valheim oh there's a tree chop 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 oh it fell on me and i'm dead all right i'll try that again that's my valheim experience so far hey scott let me let me let me impart one piece of wisdom uh stand on the side that you think you should stand on if you're gonna go cut down a tree for real yeah have that in mind when you're cutting trees in valheim because physics are a thing yeah they are turns out don't let that game fool yeah. you with its kind of lo-fi, hi-fi, weird combo art style, which is pretty neat. Uh, those trees are going to fall the way they fall, and uh, don't be in front of them. <laughs> anyway, cool. all right, moving on. Anyway. We got a uh, bunch of changes to classes. Uh, I didn't. I don't want to go through them all because I never do. Uh, it's not really what the show's about. But I did want to mention that hunters may want to at least take a look at spitting cobra as a talent. Don't normally pick it. I know. I think our options there are crows, feast of crows, that, and. Uh, Shit, forgot the other one. Not Dire Beast. I don't remember. 
Whatever the third one is, I never take. Uh, I always take crows. But anyway, uh, Spinning Cobra got, is, next week is getting a boost of 260% in damage uh, if you take that talent. And it's kind of a fun talent because every once in a while, a little snake dude appears and starts spitting at your enemies. And it's that's cool. Uh, more pets is always cool. So anyway, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't messed with bestial beast, beast mastery hunter in a while, or I just haven't messed with hunter in a while outside of a classic. And, uh, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want. Yeah, um, it's cool. I just want a ton of beasts helping me out. So, I mean, that's a major damage increase. Yeah. That's is a lot. it enough to pull BM hunter from like the dumpster of, uh, DPS <laughs> maybe, numbers? Maybe. Time will tell. Yeah. They're not so, doing, they're I not. mean, it, it stays around for 15 seconds. So that's a pretty, major window of additional damage i forget uh, how it procs though it's um it says uh when beast or wrath and summon a spinning cobra to aid you in combat for 15 seconds each cobra shot used during beast or wrath increases the damage of this the this cobra deals by 10 percent. so you're okay. like that's weird man that what a weird. weird talent that's a really weird talent but i also I, for yeah, some reason i cool thought though. it was kind of rng ish but no if it happens every time with bestial wrath then i can control that so yeah, I'm going to mess with yes. it. I've never really played with that talent before, so I'm going to totally mess with it. That one jumped out at me. Everything else changing for most of the classes I care about are kind of boring. See anything with Warrior? Looks like damage increase or something. No, no nothing? No, it's it's subtle as hell, man. Um, there's really not much here, I think, unless you are a Necrolord because they're they're change, they're redesigning Conqueror's Banner yeah. for Warriors. Right. Um, uh, like beyond that it's like a couple bug issues like there was a problem with uh intervene not working on anyone under the effect of cyclone Ooh. so hey for all those times you're trying to intervene someone affected by cyclone woo! but it honestly i'm really happy with warrior they've been upping our damage since the beginning of the of the expansion because because warrior launched in an abysmal place yeah for damage and they've just been slowly turning up the you know the number on our our our, our damage uh in both arms and fury and I, I i finally have made the switch back to fury which is what i started the expansion as but it was dog doo-doo man it was yeah. so bad uh yeah. so i swapped to arms which i don't really like playing but now i i've gone back to fury because after the changes fury's fury's doing really well right now i mean that's it's, good it's, still not, it's not absolute top of the charts but it's it's not I was having like main uh, remorse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that's where I was at at the beginning of this expansion. Like, yeah. boy, I'm working my ass off and everyone else is just eating my lunch in the numbers. Yeah. Well, that's good though. Like at least it's progress for those. For, I've heard this yeah. from other warriors. Yeah. You're not the only one that hasn't been too happy with how things have gone, at yeah. least DPS wise. Um, yeah. And then there's a, uh, they're tweaking a bunch of legendary powers, but uh, none of them are like the one I'm using. So <laughs> there you go. Zero effect on that. All right. Also, yeah. that community voted Mount the Wandering Ancient that they made a big deal about. Uh, John Height got up and talked about and showed off at the opening ceremonies of BlizzCon Line is going to be out, and that is as soon as the patch hits. Uh, quick confirmation because Blizzard's been kind of bad at putting these notes in their in their stuff to like let people know. Um, that is free. Everybody gets it. It's a free mount, not something it- you got to pay for, not something you got to go earn. You just get it. It is damn cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the over-under is on the other mounts that didn't win the vote becoming store mounts? Oh. Because they were that. such cool mounts, man. And I don't like store mounts. And I have... Let me think about this. 
How many storm I'm mounts? I'm fairly certain have? this is a true statement. I've never purchased a storm mount. You've never got a single storm mount. Wow. I'm fairly certain. I'm I've, fairly certain I've ever purchased one. I'm, I'm trying to think because I know I've bought a pet or two. Back when Katie used to play a lot, I used to gift her pets like for like little like smaller holidays like Valentine's or whatever. Sure. But, no, that's uh, a good gift. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever purchased them out. But like that 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 slime kitty. If they make that slime kitty, uh, yeah. Whatever it is, twenty five to 30, 35 bucks. That's that's just money that doesn't belong to me anymore. Well, usually and twenty. I, I hate it. I hate. The, I don't like the, no, the store. I know. I know. But it's, if, it, if it's twenty five, which all the rest of them are, I think that's reasonable. Um, I've bought two. I bought the pig because the pig's great, and I bought uh, the two headed. I forgot the name of this reaver thing with the with the motors in the back, super hordy thing. Um, forgot the name of it, but I like that. And then all the other store mounts that are still store mounts that I've ever gotten were either given to me by codes or they were part of a giveaway. Like I think you can still buy the celestial steed. Um, but if you did what you had to do at the time, you all got one. I can't remember what it was though to get that. Um, there's a few like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I blizzard has always had to walk this careful walk of don't put your best stuff on the store. Or then the player base is going to accuse you of putting the best stuff on the store, and that's the only way you can do it. Uh, it's a kind of pay to win, a different kind of win, but you know, it's a pay to style or whatever. Um, I hope that that cat makes it somewhere in the game, and if they charge for it, probably gonna have to buy that one. That one looks real cool. Except you, you, they ought to have like a little mouse squirreling around inside of its belly, like all that translucency. There should be like a oh, mouse. Oh, that'd be a good, that'd be a nice little touch. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I, we were we were watching it together, so you saw that there was like there's like a little caterpillar like living in a in a, a knot of wood on this this uh, ancient mouse. Oh right, yeah. That's the one I asked yeah. him in the Q and A if it was. Um, <laughs> I asked him if if it was sentient and was the thing that was controlling the the tree. Oh, it was a a, ma- a master blaster situation. Yeah, because my thinking is. These are ancient, wise, um, been here for thousands of years, creatures who are smart and uh, wisdom beyond their their time. And like, just, you, you know, you, I just don't think they're going to willingly go, hey, Garrett, sit up here and fart and drive me around. Like, I don't think they do that willingly. I think they got this little worm. It's like, ah, I control it all with my little brain. He's a symbiote, basically. Well, you know, maybe maybe it's like Treebeard and Lord of the Rings. And if you have some really good cush, he'll go wherever you want. <laughs> well, one can hope. Anyway, that's coming out. And my favorite thing about it is it changes with the seasons. Uh, I wish it changed with the zone you were in. That would be cool. Because some zones are permanently winter. Some are permanently fall. You know, summer, yeah. summer. Yeah, that's that's true. But also, you're going to get some cool contrasts in that regard. Then you, know, you go to you you go to I don't know winter spring during the fall, and you you know, yep. you're this bright you know autumn orange amongst all the just the stark white snow. Yep. And he will not fall on you if you're stupid like in Valheim. All right, there's that. Um, also, <laughs> hey, mythic Keystone lovers, lovers of the mythic uh, the mythic dungeon experience. Mythic Keystone formula is changing, and it's changing next week. This, I thought, was coming out with the the bigger patch, but no, you're getting this right away. The formula for determining, this is their words, the level of the first Mythic Keystone players receive each week has been adjusted. It said here that previously, players would always receive a Keystone one level below the highest they'd completed so far in the season. So in season one, I guess which is just ending. Uh, after this change, Keystone level will continue to decrease by one per week until the player again uh, completes a higher level Keystone. So, for example, 
A player who completes uh, a level 15 keystone will receive a level 14 keystone the following week. If they do not complete a level 15 or higher keystone for that week, they will receive a level 13 keystone the week after and so on. Uh, I don't know how people feel about this because I haven't tracked it really, but uh, I assume someone doesn't like it and somebody else is fine with it. So <laughs> I think it's a good change. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're if you're going easy one week, you're not going to be uh, like punished for it, essentially. Right. That sounds right. Uh, chat rooms. Sunshaft game says I uh, couldn't find anything about that. Uh, back to the celestial steed being anything other than a storm out. That must have been one where we got codes or something. Because I have been, I have gotten codes from Blizzard before. I just can't remember what the deal was uh, with that one. And it's not even my favorite mount. I don't even like pulling it out. It's just kind of an annoying, glowy-looking thing. It's fine. But again, if they only put the good stuff on the store, we'd all be pissed, right? There's got to be some bummers up there. Oh, yeah. Celestial Steed. That's not one of my favorites either. No. I don't like the Hearthstone Heroes of the Storm does the, the, does the Celestial stuff, I think, a lot cooler than World of Warcraft does. I agree. Like I all, agree. The, all the sparkle ponies, as we like to call them in HOTS, yeah. oh, they look awesome. Well, why Who... Well, oh, if you pre-ordered uh, Diablo 3 that year, you got the Tyrael's Charger. That's how that mount came about. I right? have that one, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't look as good. <laughs> I like that one a lot because that is, that is Paladin AF. Oh, totally. So but it doesn't, it still really looks works. better in Heroes of the Storm. Like, it's just a better looking horse in that <laughs> engine than it is in WoW. Yeah, but you think about how long ago it was Diablo 3 came out. And that, that, that's just the, yeah, that was those were the textures we were working with at that the time. That was some 2012 ass business right there for sure. All right. Uh, it was the last time we missed a BlizzCon, by the way. It was 2012. Last uh, official cancellation. Of yeah, the yeah, because 2010 was the first time I ever went, and then 2011 was the first time Katie and I went together, so that was her first BlizzCon. They were like, and she was like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait for next year. And then it was like, rip. Yep, we're not BlizzCon. doing it. It's not <laughs> happening. We have too many games released this year. So they did what? Pandaria that year. Dia- uh, Diablo 3 that year. And there was some third thing. That was a big year. It was a big year. They were busy. They had a lot going on. It's you know I've got this lovely bokeh going on, so you can't really see it. But I've got my Diablo three collector's edition for the first one. That was a pain in the ass to find. I'm really yeah, proud of that because I forgot to pre-order it, and I I spent like half the day calling around to places to see if anyone had one. So this huge one right here is not. <laughs> that's fake. That's like a store thing, but it has everyone's signatures on the team on it. But the, oh, the collector's one. Oh, that one's signed too. I forgot I had that. I have one that's you got a told, lot of signed stuff, man. I do. I don't. I used to have people inside who were like, "Hey, you want this?" And I'd be like, yeah, "Of course I do," but I don't. Some of those people aren't there anymore, so I don't know how this will ever. Yeah, happen. Yeah, I just have uh, Starcraft Two, the art of Starcraft Two Wings of Liberty. Uh, this is the the first BlizzCon I went to in 2010. Um, oh, that's awesome! No one gave a shit about the podcast I was doing at the time, so I just got to go and be a fan. I didn't have to work, <laughs> and I just ran around getting everyone to sign it. I've seen pictures of you that year, and you had hair for days. You had a big old thing of hair. And, uh, it was it was it was poofy, man. It was mm-hmm. poofy. You should, I, I'll have to go dig up uh, 2011 ones and send them to you because my hair was almost down to my my shoulders, but uh, my hair is very thick and curly. Yeah. So I had to straighten the hell out of it, and it just kind of looks like you took someone Lego like Lego hair and just kind of snapped it onto my head. Oh, like a like you're a little minifig with fake hair snapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was using and abusing uh, straighteners to the point where my hair did not look natural. Nice. I love this. Yeah. I love this inside bad. look at your grooming. It's great. Really good. Um, all right. Here's my favorite thing of the entire patch. Undead cloaks will now be as tattered as the forsaken wearing them. So if you are a gritty looking uh, uh, <laughs> undead dude uh, or lady and you're wearing one of the cloaks, they are going to be tattered like you. 
And also, no more. They didn't say it in the patch, but no more will your um, your spine bone won't won't protrude, clip through the the uh, cloak anymore, um, which will be, I guess, more realistic <laughs> for for a fantasy game about undead people. But yeah. <laughs> they've had that problem since like '04. All the undead hunched over, bone sticking out of the back of your cloak. You just lived with it. No more. I, I always thought that was intentional. Like, like you're undead, so the cloak is supposed to kind of look like it's tattered and letting your spine through. Yeah. But it's an old janky game, so it just doesn't look all that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but, if you want it exposed, I think you just don't wear a cloak. But, uh, but yeah, that bone was never supposed to like because it shifts and moves and you know, like if you yeah, it doesn't stay in the same place. Yeah. You know, if they had designed it so that there was like a hole in the cloak, if you were an undead, that would have been kind of cooler. But yeah, it just straight up clips through. Yeah. So you're getting that undead. Be happy. The forsaken, less forsaken. Now you've been non forsaken in this one way. Well done. Dead and loving it. Hey, you guys, uh, you know, look, we could we could talk all day about how unprotected some of our data is. And I know a lot of you are thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode in your browser? They all support it now. Why not just do that? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode uh, really does nothing to hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you visited and then they can sell it. Oh, man. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you're an internet uh, user of somebody like, say, Verizon or Comcast or some other local provider or whatever. Anybody in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. Do not like. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you're visiting. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available to man. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have it running in the background. It just runs seamlessly back there. So easy to use. ExpressVPN, you're just one button away from me. (laughs) I love that about it. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, your phones, your computers, even your smart TVs. So there's really no excuse for you not to be using it. I love it. So will you. Protect your online activity today with the VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Visit our special link at expressvpn.com slash wow. And you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's EXPRESSVPN.com slash wow. ExpressVPN.com slash wow to learn more. Time to test Garrett and his knowledge of Hearthstone Legendaries again. Now, <laughs> this is a case where I did not try to dig up who the voice actors were. Uh, all you really need to know is the card. Uh, there's no extra uh, points for anything else. So hopefully this isn't too hard for you. Um, I selected a number of them. Let's see. I did a total of five of them. And uh, I tried to choose kind of a breadth of them. It's not like these aren't brand new cards or anything you haven't played or seen. These are going to be cards that you should be familiar with. And so, Garrett, let's test you on your first one. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Okay. If you get it right, you'll hear. If you get it wrong, you'll hear. All right. Here we go. Number one. Chaos beckons. Chaos beckons. Who do you suppose that is? One, uh, and the hint is one name. So no, 
no uh, apostrophe names, no second or third, you know, there's no like broken up names. It's just a single name for this character. <laughs> I have no clue. We're going to give that up. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever heard that. I'm not sure I've ever heard that voice line. I wonder if you have. Maybe you haven't. It's uh, Anna. I'm sorry. Anna Molis. Anna Molis. Anna Molis. A-N-O-A. Anomalous. Anomalous. <laughs> It is anomalous, isn't it? Is it anomalous? I think it's anomalous. Oh yeah, anomalous. I guess he was played for like a hot second. I always thought he was kind of a dog shit card. Uh, <laughs> he is pretty unremarkable, other than you know he's just a I don't know yeah. ghosty looking. What the hell? What when was that? I want to say Skullmance, maybe maybe a little back. I think it was Whispers that? of the Old Gods. Oh, could have been yeah, could have been yeah. All right, here's yeah. one. Nope. Here's nope. one for you. Try nope. this one. See if you recognize this. So many wonderful poisons. Any ideas? And that's what he'd say when uh, you flapped him, when you plopped him down. That one, those were his, uh, that's his a, flavor text, he would say. Uh, that, one, that, one does, that one does ring a bell, but I'm, I can't place it. Uh, could you play it one more time? Yes, sir. So many wonderful poisons. Oh, I can picture the card, and I have no idea what the name is. It's like one of those damn snake people. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the either the snake people or the insect people. But either way, it's one of those ones you you're not a giant fan of all that stuff. I know it's not really oh. your jam. Oh, is it a is it a Klaxi? Uh, let me check. Is it a Klaxi? Incorrect. It is Zariel the Poisoned Mind. How do you spell that? Uh, X-A-R-I-L. I assume it's Zariel. Zeril. Zeril. Okay. Zeril Hearthstone. Is this the one I was thinking of? <laughs> yes, damn it. Okay, yeah. No, this this was a good card. Oh, it was um, a good card. Okay, good. Yeah, this one saw some play. Yeah, because you added a random like toxin to your hand when this card came down. And yeah, right. this saw some play in Rogue. I think every time was- you, if you had it in your hand, every turn it would transform into a different toxin card. So as long as you kept it in your hand, you could keep poop, pooping out these toxin cards or whatever it was. Uh, no, it, it? it pulled from a like a, a pool of toxins, and oh, there were because there was like uh, actually I'm trying to look it up in the background here. Yeah, there was like blood thistle, briar thorn, but once it generated it, that was it. You, okay. you got that card, but it was on a battle cry and a death rattle. So you got it when you played Zeril, and you also got it when Zeril died. It sounds like shit. You got to pick up uh, around Brill if you're a. You're an herbalist. You got to pick up some. I think you did have to pick a briar thorn. <laughs> briar thorn and blood thistle. Um, all right, third one. This one should be easier. Here you go. To his will, all flesh succumbs. What he said. <laughs> uh, the hint I would give you here is you will know this character from multiple Blizzard projects. Let's put it that way. Not just Hearthstone and not just World of Warcraft. I, I, I'm assuming it's Chogall because there were two voices, but I do not remember what the hell Chogall sounded like. I just vaguely remember they made a Chogall card. You are correct. It is Chogall. It's <laughs> okay. always, always, I was hoping that'd be the giveaway because anytime a thing argues with itself, it's got to be Chogall. Chogall even do? These are all from Old God. Did you pull these all from Old God? I didn't, not on purpose. They just, okay. They just, right. were, they just were there. Um, all, right. all right. Here's one from, uh, actually, I don't know. I'm just going to play it. Let's see if you can figure it out. I am. The darkest night. It is 
is not Batman, so you know. It's no Batman here. I mean, you could easily say, oh, is that the Batman? But no, not in this case. No Batman cards. I am the darkest knight. It sure sounds like an old god, but which old god? Oh, it might be another old god now that I read it. I'm so I'm really bad at even knowing who these are, so <laughs> So it's not an old god is what you're telling me. I don't me. know. I actually don't know. I have no idea. It might be. Did you play that one more time? I am the darkest night. I'll get you, Joker. Boy, man, I you're 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 killing me with these. Um I don't know, so I'm just going to go with Nazoth and All hope right. for the best. All right, let's see if you're right. Is it Nazoth? It would be great if his name was just Darkest Knight, but that is not his name. Um, his name is Halaziel the Ascended. Or Halaziel. Halaziel the Ascended. Familiar at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this isn't a legendary I was really excited about, and then it saw almost no play. <laughs> great, I'm picking all the ones no one played. Perfect. All right. Here's one that if you don't get this, then I have to take away your nerd cards. Not your. You can still play Hearthstone. You just can't have your nerd cards anymore. So <laughs> try this one. The light that one has extra music in it. What did he actually say? Let's try it again. The light apologies. It's like he said the light. The light power kids. I don't know what he said. The no light idea. something? Yeah, the light something. The light power kids. I don't know. Is that is, is that the uh the 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 variant of Ragnaros that is Ragnaros the Light Lord? You are correct. Nicely done. Okay. okay. I just I just think his voice I, I, is so f- immediately familiar that you'd get it just from the, his tone, but Yeah, it's like it's Ragnaros, but I know that's not OG Ragnaros, and I was trying to remember what the hell he was actually called because I was like, I don't know, he's I I was used to call him like healing Ragnaros (laughs) because that's just, but I was like Ragnaros, Ragnaros, Light Lord. Yeah, there you go. I think you did all right. You got two out of five. It's not bad. That's uh, (laughs) um, that's all right (laughs) considering they were all kind of cheap cards, you know, that you haven't heard. Yeah, the only one I'm honestly mad about is Zeril because I I remember seeing that card a lot. Um. The other ones, I'm like, ah, no one ever played those cards. I'm, I'm, I can sleep at night. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. He would say the light. Does he say the light purges? Hold on. That. The light purges. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what he's saying. Yep. Yep. I was that's just weird. Like, I couldn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. The light and then Ragnaros becomes a mumble rapper. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, great. We could you sure use more of those right now. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> he's going to well, do a crossover with Eminem any moment. Terrible idea. Let's now move to uh, uh, Chris Metzen. Could you please announce the next segment? Mr. Johnson, I have I have questions. Oh, good, because here's the answers to your questions that come to us via email. The morning, or no, it's not the wrong show. The instance at gmail.com. That's the instance at gmail.com. This one came to us from Bubba Stevens, who says, hey, Scott and crew, just listening to last week's discussion about the future of Warcraft IP-based games on mobile. Y'all had a fair amount of speculation on maybe it being a WoW port or connecting game. I really think it has to be a Warcraft-style version of the Supercell game Clash Royale. Uh, I, you know, it really means something like it. But anyway, I know many of the developers loved, love slash loved that game. And having played a ton of it myself, I have to say it's fantastic. Definitely the type of thing that could be more uh, incredible with a little Blizzard polish. Seeing they already have an action mobile game in Immortal... And have had the WoW app for a long time. I just feel it has to be a different genre for mobile. 
And I'm curious if either of you have ever played Clash Royale and if you have any thoughts on my theory. Thanks for the great content over the years. I've been an on and off listener to you since I was in high school. And I'm 32 now with two daughters. Have a good day. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Except I'm even older, but not by much. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been... And two kids, and you have two dogs, not the daughters, but yes, similar, similar. Freshman year of college, fresh out of high school is when I started listening to this. That's weird. You guys, I am now now 34. Oh, geez. Y'all could hang out, you and this guy. You know, you come from the same cloth, I think. Let's go, Bubba Stevens. Yeah, Bubba Stevens. (laughs) Bubba Stevens and Garrett Wines are on the town. I mean, with the name of Bubba Stevens, you, you might live down the street. Damn straight. Anyway. You sound like you might be a Floridian. Uh, this is a fair question, but. And I know he's right. I heard all sorts of internal bumblings about how much they loved uh, Clash Royale internally there. They loved that game. And But what I can't see is Blizzard just turning around and saying, let's make one of those. And and not, I mean, it would have to really be Blizzardified, and meaning it would have to just be different. You know, it can't just be that uh, with a Warcraft skin on it. So I don't know, maybe. Like I've always, I've long held that if, if their Blizzard or if some of their mobile projects included things like a StarCraft turn-based strategy title, like XCOM-ish, put that on mobile, those things are pretty great for mobile. I would yeah. be all over that stuff. I'd be I'd play the shit out of it. Um but I don't I don't know. Uh what what do you think? Do you think that were they were you even close to the mark on this? Like this might be what they're working on? Yeah. I I I I've heard a lot about Clash Royale from from my friends at blizzard like not not just folks i've interviewed but people actually you know talk to casually um i feel like it's been a while since i heard about it but kind of back in like you know 2017 18 i think yeah i remember hearing a lot about it i have no interest in those games like the first time i ever saw one i was just like this looks like the most obvious pay to win crap i've ever laid eyes upon like i really just like you know me scott i am a absolute art snob and i think those games look like the most soulless devoid of of like art direction thing i've ever looked at it's like pop vinyl figures became the video game i agree Um, with you on that yeah i i I totally agree with you on that and that's something blizzard would absolutely have to bring to the table but also i mean i i you know i can see their argument that there's some really solid gameplay to the royale game specifically clash of clans i care less about but clash royale was going with it too is because clans was first right 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 yeah, because I remember like seeing terrible ads for Clash of Clans, just being like, oh, "This just looks awful." And then you know, hearing people who played it that it was indeed like a, just a pay-to-win nightmare. But yeah. apparently, Royale like did something right because a lot of people I know that make games love that game. Oh yeah, so th- that's kind of where I was going with that. Is like I I couldn't be more turned off by it, and yet clearly, clearly there's something going on with Clash Royale. Yeah, I just I just um, you know would they maybe do something in a strategy element that you may maybe reminiscent of Royale? Sure. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. They have their roots in they, that, you know, it, it's really hard to like discuss like what direction they would take with it, like how they would take it and make it their own. But like they've done it in the past. They did it with auto battlers. You know, the way battlegrounds works in Hearthstone is it is, st- it is so very clearly an auto battler and yet so different from right. auto chess, from right. underlords, from, tft which i can't so, even play those games anymore i have to if i'm playing anything like that it's all hearthstone i can't do the others isn't that weird i don't it's weird i'll play I, other i'll play other ccgs and other deck builders and other stuff like that no problem like hearthstone doesn't own me for that but when it comes to the auto battler phase and craze that happened and everything that came after it 
nothing to me comes close to as much fun as I have, even though I lose a lot in Battlegrounds with Hearthstone. <laughs> and I don't even want to play the other stuff. The closest I got was this weird might and magic auto battler thing that Ubisoft made for PC and for phones. And I just tried it once for the heck of it. And they figured out a way to combine a true battle royale of a hundred players, but playing like auto chess for rounds. And then they had a life system that instead of having a whole bunch of points of life, you had basically three lives like a, like playing Mario or something. So if you got beat your first or your first loss, it was a, it was a mulligan. But but then you have basically three losses after that, and every loss you took took away one of your lives. And when you're out of three, you're done. So that's how they made it so 100 people would disappear quickly and narrow it down to the top five or whatever. And it was actually really fun. Like, they made a pretty fun, decent thing. Even then, I just... It, anytime I get a, a need for that or, like, an itch for that, it's it's Battlegrounds. I just like it better. Just a more fun version of that thing. So... Can Blizzard take something that's already kind of fun and stretch it out to be really fun and make me interested in in in, a, in, a, in mobile? Yeah, sure. Sure, why not? But what I really want, Garrett, what I really, really want, whatever the announcement is, whether it's mobile or desktop or both or I don't care, I want them to do something with the StarCraft universe and stop just sitting on it. And I know they canceled the big, you know, Battlefield-like shooter they were working on and, you know, that's when... A bunch of people left because of it. Browder left. They're not Browder. Did Browder leave? Right, rightfully. Clearly, they're uh, they are creatively bankrupt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, just, the, the news of that hurt me so much. It really bothered me, like more than almost just any like, other. You deserve to lose talent over that. Yeah, you jerks. Yeah, that sounded amazing, and it sounded like it was coming along, and people had been playing internal builds and loving it, and I don't know, it just really bummed me out. So whatever they do next. I get it. Warcraft, your bread and, bu- bread and butter. So, you know, you spin off on that, you make money. But I think Starcraft's due for something that, you know, isn't an RTS and is something really rad and special. So do that. Do that. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it for your emails today. Bubba Stevens, thanks for your email. Send those emails to the instance at gmail.com and uh, tell us what you're thinking about. What do you think Blizzard's going to announce sometime in the next year? Do you think they will at all? Blah, 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 blah. What do you think mobile means to Blizzard these days? I don't know. Maybe you know. So let us know what you think. The instance at gmail.com. All right. Before we go, a quick note that we are supported by you over at theinstance.net. Become an Instance Plus member over there and get cool benefits all month long by being a member and supporting your favorite World of Warcraft and Blizzard show. Again, that is theinstance.net, and you'll find everything else there as well on how to contact us, what else we got going on, and everything else. Let's uh, go around the table real quick and tell people where they can find more Garrett this week. Garrett, what's going on? Oh, everything. Everything is over at amove.tv. Uh, we spent two hours on Into the Nexus last night breaking down the new balance patch for Heroes of the Storm because that's how many damn heroes got changed. Mm. So if that sounds good, if you still enjoy Heroes of the Storm, maybe you're thinking about coming back into it. There's actually quite a surge of new players right now. Um, go check it out, Into the Nexus, wherever podcasts can be found. Um, we're also like sliding our uh, our Valheim play sessions over to our patrons over there. Oh, very nice. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Valheim's in everybody's uh, everybody's plate at the moment, so why not? Make it make some fun out of that. Uh, excellent. There's other stuff happening, of course, in and around Frog Pants. You would be encouraged to head on over to the website, frogpants.com, and you'll find the other shows. You'll find the artwork. You'll find the comics. You'll find everything else. So go check it out. And I think that's it. Let's have a, you know what? 
in honor of Patrick, who's not here, uh, it's hard to schedule with Patrick. He'll be back some point, but uh, let's play this just in his absence. Here you go. <laughs> there you go. It's like he's here. It's like he's here right now when you hear that laugh. Play it one more time. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Patrick, we miss you. We can't wait to see you again. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Ha, ha, ha.